All right, everyone, welcome back to episode 134 of the 580 show. Myself, Dante, and Frawley. What's up, boys? Hello. What's up, gentlemen? Uh, Not much. I mean, um, so we announced last week on 133 Polar Express. We announced it live on debut of, you know, the five events for Polar Express 2. Here we are. Um, well, it's not a week later yet. We're recording on Friday, but we have two spots remaining or three spots remaining. Something four, like this. Four, four spots. spots remaining. Four spots remaining. I had someone drop out already. Six months out. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, four spots remaining for Polar Express 2. So if this episode drops and uh, they're still available, make sure you go sign up and get a spot while you can. There's someone in every class except Open Woman's Lightweight. And open one's middleweight. There's only one person. Everyone else is two or more. Yeah, I was actually I was actually going to say something about that because um, one thing I I want your guys' opinion on is prioritizing a wait list for people who would fill up like spots that are lacking is kind of what I'm thinking about doing. So closing it at fifty, but like Dante mentioned, one forty women, one eighty women. Like if we get another girl in that class, then then it opens up a nationals bid, right? Mm-hmm. So um what I'm gonna probably do is I mean it's obviously gonna close at 50 when it's sold out, but I will continue to kind of um promote and um encourage people in classes that are less represented to sign up because we can clearly take 60 or 70 people if we'd really want to. But um one thing I think is really really cool about the show four of the five men's classes and it's only been open for five days have two nationals bids already. The oh, 200 man. guys have seven people, which isn't two nationals bids. 231s have seven guys. 265s have six. And the super heavies have six. So that is really, really cool participation. And uh, I'm really, really excited for Polar Express 2. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea to open the wait list to other classes to try to get nationals bids. Right. I mean, I think each class should have you. You generally would want each class to have at least one, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Everything. Other people do that too. Yeah, we actually will have our debut of the at our shows of a teen women's class. Bird and Elena are both officially signed up. Um. So yeah. Gonna, so not only teen gentlemen, we're gonna have teen girls at our shows now too. So that's really cool. Um. I was surprised only two novice girls, two novice women. Um, I was expecting more novice women, but hopefully more sign up. Um, but yeah, we'll see everyone on December 16th at 580 Barbell. If anyone has any questions, let me know. It's crazy. We were actually talking about today for Ollie, but that'll be the three-year anniversary of 580 Barbell. Yeah, that's pretty nuts, nuts is about that? it. I wonder yeah. what's going to be released then, like one of those new products or something. Every time, yeah. it's, every time it's something new. Yeah, it's crazy. We've had it's a, a great question, Dante. Feels like it's been one year. Man, it's crazy that we're going about to touch down on year three. So and we just we, we just posted or we were talking about it the other day about like the old like footage and sharing what the gym used to look like and yeah, seeing where the roots come from and it doesn't even, it feels like it was just yesterday we were all down there. Yeah, it's crazy. I I have such a 
I have such a fond memory from every year that we've opened. Not to go super inside because I know most of the people that listen to this podcast are 580 Barbell members, but um, the first year we opened, so like the first weekend we were open, Dante and Frank, who Frank's a member of this pod, I mean, a member of the gym, and uh, they did a back to back deadlift because their birthdays are on the same weekend of that we opened. And they, it was like a crazy deadlift session. It was like really fun. And it's kind of like, like exemplified, like, what I wanted the gym to be because it was like super competitive, but like friendly at the same time. And like just a great community. The, our one year anniversary was we ran a strongman comp called 580 strongest and horsepower was released that day. Uh, our two year anniversary is polar express one. And now this year is polar express two. So I have, I have just such fond memories from, you know, like if I can go more in depth, but like 580 strongest for all, he had like my favorite deadlift in the gym's history uh, that day. So like, there's just That's so many examples. So yeah, it's just crazy. What was it? 750 or 765? First time I hit eight plates, 765. 765 yeah. That's really cool. And you ragdolled me after. <laughs> <laughs> we have that video. We have that video up. If any of you guys are interested, you can look back and watch it. Yeah. But anyway, move on from that. Um, you know, just just uh, time for Polar Express. One thing too, just while we're promoting at the beginning of the pod, is uh, we are so close to 500 subscribers on our YouTube. If we haven't hit it by now, so um, if you guys, Dante does so much work with the YouTube. I think he's done you know over a hundred and hundred and twenty, a hundred fifty total videos. You know, everyone that's went up, he's edited, downloaded. You know, it, it made sure it's gone up. So. You know, the more subscribers we get, you know, as we get closer and closer to a thousand, you know, the more content and the better content we can continue to push out. So if you guys like strongman content, there's been 153 videos in our YouTube history. So Dante's done every single one of those. Like he mentioned, you can go back and watch old 580 Strongest. You can watch our first ever nationals we went to. You can watch, we did an eating challenge where, you know, five of us for a hundred bucks ate as much as we could in one day. So we went putt, putt, go boxing all this stuff it goes on and on so um a lot of content on there so subscribe to the youtube channel and uh buy grip mountain buy horsepower buy our crazine and uh i think that's all the promoting i have today but i i want to talk about i have a top i have one topic today and that's it um and it's uh we can talk about more stuff if you guys have it but the one thing I want to talk about, if I can change one thing in strongman, in the culture of strongman, is changes last minute in strongman. And it's it's fresh on my mind because it happened to us. And I'm not singling out a promoter. I'm not singling out a contest. If you do strongman in the United States, you've probably had it happen to you where something gets changed either on the day of or very close to a competition, right? And... I could talk all day about it. Um, but I just think it's, it's super, it's something that I just want to change where I think it's super irresponsible. I think the culture of strongman being like, Oh, we'll just show up and do it. That stuff. Well, strongman is the only sport that I've ever come across. Only business that I've ever come across where the people who are paying the money, get treated like shit and then continue to pay money and continue to show up. 
Does that make sense to you guys? Like, for yeah. all, if you, if you, I never if, even thought of it like that. Like, but yeah, I, I might have been a little incoherent in the beginning of the rant because I didn't really know how I wanted to start it, but, <laughs> but like, okay, if you guys went to McDonald's today, right, and you guys got a quarter quarter pounder or whatever you get with cheese, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, sure. And the the employee, you you go to you you order right, Dante, and he calls you a name and then hands you your food and spits in your food. Right, you're not gonna pay for it, and you're not gonna keep going back to McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. So, so in Strongman, we pay hundreds of dollars to go do a contest, and um, just for stuff to be changed less than two weeks out, less than a week out on the day of the contest, a entire event changes. Mm-hmm. Why do we put up with it? You know, like why do we put up with it? There's zero. There. <sighs> there's no repercussions and there's no accountability because it starts at the top in strongman, right? When USS nationals changes events, when the Arnold changes events, when the big shows change the events, how do we expect the smaller promotions to not change their events? Right. And it's just something that I wish would change in strongman. And instead it's like, you get called names, you get called a pussy, right? You, cause you, cause you don't want you, Cause we're not warming up for yoke. We're not warming up for log. You're a pussy, dude. That's how we do it in strongman. Why is that how we do it? Like, that's not cool to me. That's not what I want strongman to be. Maybe that's how, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's how a lot of strongman want it to be. The ones I know and the ones I talk to, they don't want it to be like that. Do you guys want it to be like that? Not really. No, I mean, no one, no one would. Of course. Yeah. I mean, no one would like, I, I think about, and I understand there's a lot of stuff I've said it on the pod. When you run a when you run a, a show, I look at Murphy's Law, right? Like whatever can go wrong is gonna go wrong. There's stuff that are out of your control. Someone's gonna pee it while they're deadlifting. You gotta stop the show and clean it up. Yep. Someone's gonna blow up. Someone's gonna get injured, unfortunately, no matter what you do. Like there's gonna be hiccups, but there's things that we can control. Like like uh, monitoring a weight matrix to make it make sure it's appropriate, not nine days out, but maybe four weeks out, five weeks out, six weeks out, two months out. So the athletes that are paying you money to travel to your show, you know, are prepared and treated correctly. Um, it, and it's like, it's this old culture in strongman. that's like, well, cause we did, parking lot shows and we didn't warm up and we didn't even know what we were going to lift the day of. Well, that's cool. That's fine. And and I'm sure you guys, you guys are trailblazers, but that's not the way it needs to be now. And then. No, it's not that way now. I mean, I think it's fair to say that it's not that way now. The sport has evolved. The sport has changed. The expectations are a little bit different from the competitors. It is moving to a different standard. And I I do understand that's how it used to be, but you know, you want it to move forward not backward you don't want it to stay the same right and i I think there's a lot of people unfortunately in strongman that do want it to stay the same people that are hanging on to those old and it's not many but it's some people and it's so it's really discouraging when you see like athletes who are paying hundreds of dollars that are frustrated and it gets turned and they they voice their frustration and it gets turned on them well, don't you want to be stronger? Don't you want to be? Yeah, I, I, I want to be stronger. Whatever the weight matrix is, I'm going to show up and do it. 
And the guys in my class and everyone is under the same circumstances. I'm not complaining from a competitor. I'm complaining because you waited till the day of the change in event. That's unfair. So it's discouraging to me when people flip it on back on you. Like, well, it was too light anyway. So stop being a pussy. Suck it up. Like, well, it's your fault. You made it that way. You made it that way. Not us. I think so, I think there is also like an understanding that there will be circumstances at a show, for example, that will be required changes, right? Sure. Things can happen at the show. If you, I don't know, for example, you're running a small show, 40 competitors, you have one 200-pound sandbag and there's becomes a hole in it. Right. Like, like, I think people are aware and understand that like things like that can happen, but staying ahead of problems to not create them in the short term is what I think you're getting at. Right. A hundred percent control what you can control. Right. I mean, look, my third ever comp, I was at a comp, right. And we're warming up and we had um, Atlas stone over bar. It was a medley. We had, I think three or four Atlas stones. We had a load over a bar in order. And in warmups, my second stone broke. Right. Someone was warming up point. with it and it dropped in an Atlas stone cracked in half. Exactly. The promoter can't. That's going to happen to you me one day and exactly. someone's going to get pissed at me. But you I can't, can't control that. Be prepared you know, for that. They're, especially because in Strongman, we are in the sport of odd object lifting, um, unfunction, you know, un, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, unorthodox. Yeah, unorthodox um, events. And stuff's going to happen. In powerlifting, if a plate cracks in warm-up room, you just grab another plate. You know, you may yep. not have another pumpkin-shaped Atlas stone, which was the right. one I, you know, it, it was a Halloween event. But um, but what frustrates me is the stuff that can be controlled. Promoter putting in some time. Hey, you know, did I test these events for this weight matrix? Do I have a venue that is um, able to hold... 50 competitors and spectators and warm up. Do I have, do I have enough warm up stuff? Do I, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. That's what can be controlled. And it just goes back to my point. This isn't going to stop until competitors speak up. You know, right. I, I always, I always, in every aspect, I always feel like the guy that has to speak up for whatever reason. And I want, I wish more competitors would speak up because if you keep going to shitty comps and paying $150 to do them with a membership and everything like that and traveling there, you're spending $500 for the weekend, just say, and just, and it runs crappy and you get treated like shit, but then you sign up the next year, nothing's going to change. It's going to be shitty next year because no right. one spoke up and, and maybe it's not the promoter's fault. Maybe they just think that's the way it should be. And maybe they were taught differently. Like maybe they think it's normal to change events. Well, on the, to your point, if no one says anything, right? If no one says anything, it's expected that okay, well, this show ran well or whatever, right? Right. But if you don't, if no feedback is just an assumption that everything's fine, right? Hundred percent. So, I mean, I I see your point. Like, if you run a good show and everybody says, "Hey, that was a good show," you go, "Okay." But if the show doesn't go so well and everybody just leaves. And then they sign up again, like your point. Well, you're just going to assume that they're happy with the product they got. Right. A hundred percent. 
right? So that so that's my whole point. Maybe it's not to promote it. You know, it's strong men, strong men and women. And I get it. It's uncomfortable having to speak up. Like it's uncomfortable even talking about it. Right. But it sucks. Like it sucks. And I'm not. And I, I was pissed off at the beginning of this week because it happened to me. And it just reminded me. And it's no big deal. Like I'm over. Am I over exaggerating right now? Am I am I over amplifying? Of course I am. None of this matters. We're on a podcast on a Friday night talking about strongmen. None right. of this matters. Like <laughs> yeah. none of this matters. So like no one needs to be like mad at me for calling people out. No one needs like I just like strongmen. None of this is that serious. If I go to this comp and I get dead last, doesn't matter. Same same exact thing except to everyone except me. If I get right. first, second, third, fourth, dead last, doesn't matter. It matters right. to us. But I care about strongmen. So that's what I like to talk about. That's what I like to do. And like, if I could change one thing about the culture, it it would be the culture. That's what I would change about strongman. It would be the culture where we hold people accountable and we, we provide for the athletes because that's our money. That's your money. Like yeah, your, your restaurant analogy was a good point. Yeah. No one's going to go and get their food spit on and then eat at that restaurant again. Right. Ever. Right. Like, we need like a Yelp page for strongman events. Like this right. event was like a three and a half out of five. Right. <laughs> like now, what, what, but, what if it was like an event where they paid you to come to it? Would this change the situation at all that you're not paying money for it? Like a what's wrong? I think, I think your purchasing power goes away. I yeah, think your vote with your dollar goes away at that point. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like point, it's a little I, different then, but. Because yeah, I'm, point, I'm just seeing from a different perspective just to yeah. see what you guys thought about that. Yeah, I mean, that's less than a percent of strongman. Yeah. But, you're, but right. you you do lose your power there because you're at the mercy because the people that are paying you and offering cash prizes, travel, they have all to say. What am I going to say? Like, you know, exactly. it's still shitty to do, but like, I don't think a lot of high level comps that are paying people to come out would do that. Right. Because they're prepared. But that's, yeah. a, I mean, that's a really good point. And, you know, the last thing I'm going to say on it is something that I think is you're going to run into more and more and more issues. And I see it all the time is there's no checks and balances to run a strongman comp. We could. We talked about that before. Dante could go on right now to either federation and either. I'm not, I'm not playing favorites, whatever. You go to either federation. We could make a freaking strongman comp called. What do you want to call it? Freaking Poopy the, McBall's Balls. You yeah. can make a strongman comp called that. The the, the Poopy McBall Balls classic. And it can be and it can be uh without a everything's a too. classic now in strongman too. It's like a show that runs. Can you can you make a show without a federation too? Yeah, you could. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I'm not uh, without the power of attorney. I don't know. You know what legalities you have as far yeah. as injuries. I mean, like we could run a show at 580. Because I have limited liability insurance. I'm a business owner. I'm, you know, so, but like, yeah, but you, but my, my greater point is it's, of course you can, you can organize a strongman comp without a federation and name it whatever you want with no checks and balances, but you can go into a federation where you can compete for, you can hand out bids to regionals, nationals, the Arnold, USS version of worlds with, did they, did, did they check your equipment? No. Did they check your venue? No. Did they check your volunteers? No. Did they check you? No. What did they check? So now we're running the Poopy McBall's Balls Classic and we get someone killed. You know what I mean? Like, 
It's just and 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 that's extreme getting someone killed. That's really extreme. You'd have to do something pretty crazy. We've right. seen it. We've like, seen it like that Hercules whole video. Yeah, we've seen that it. one. So it's not far fetched. But I mean, what I'm I guess my less extreme point is you can go run it and people can sh- can sign up because they have no expectations of you as a promoter, right? You say yoke or you say, you know, and you have crappy equipment. They have you have no volunteers, no idea what you're doing, and they're there for 16 hours and they paid you a hundred bucks. You know, there's do you like how do you know like what your comp shirt is? Do, do you like it's just insane that there's no accountability to hold a strongman comp? So yeah. I and I think you see that a lot where people run one and then they never run one again because it's a lot of work and they get yeah. bad feedback. So I it definitely is, that's true. Cream does rise, but right, but it's just it's right. so frustrating. You know, uh, I guess my my whole grand point I probably could have said this whole last like ten minutes in like sixty seconds is, you know, treat your athletes if you're running a show, treat your athletes how you'd want to be treated, right? Um, and I don't think warming up is for pussies. I think you should. No. I think it's. I think it's fair. I I think. Um, I I don't think I need to go to a show and expect an hour and a half perfect warm up with exact hands. That's see that's the line because people are going to come back and say whatever about it. I can warm up in a couple minutes, but I don't think it's far fetched to let me touch the implement. And yeah, let me, like let me put no one's asking in. for perfect. You know, I get my I get my stretch band out and get to do every band pull apart and right. chest fly and extension and no one's saying that but like dude if we're doing deadlifts like can i touch the bar three can times I deadlift like can i deadlift because yeah. i've done that i've gone to shows and yeah. not touched a bar and had to do my set you would never go you know? to a gym nobody in a right mind I'm no sure one. people that will no one would go into a, in, into a gym and have 500 pounds on a deadlift bar and just pick it up right no one, no one does that. No one goes up and just. So why are we doing it at a at a competition where the level is supposed to be at the absolute peak, right? And training, can't... training is supposed to be here, and then you're when you go to a competition, it's supposed to be elevated, right? right? Because of competition. So why why do we get less warm ups? Why do we get like all these things that are just are like grandfathered in the strongman. You can't give me the ex- the concept that it's a time-based thing either. Because if you have groups with some thought put into the warm-ups, you can have 10-minute periods, 15-minute periods of warm-ups prior to each event for each group and still get, like you're not spending that much additional time on the on the warm-ups. Right. Like, you're not like, I get it. Okay. We don't want to be here all day. I got you. Neither do I. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. We're on the same page, but throwing in warmups is not going to take up that much more time. Right. So honestly, I think, I think some events can help aid in future warmups too. Like if you start with a deadlift and you have a loading event next, like your back's going to be a little warm. You don't have to warm up as much as you you thought you would. The sequence of events can be important. Yes. Right. Like, I get it. I agree. Yeah. It's just that whole thing where it's a phrase we've all heard uttered a million times in strongman, right? Is like, well, that's how that's the way strongman is. 
well, why? Like, why is it that way that we don't need to warm up, that things just change day up? Did things change because something broke and it's a real excuse? Or did things change because you're an asshole and you didn't think about an event and you had an 18-inch deadlift and you changed to a 15 because you didn't think about it until the morning up? When competitors have been sacrificing four, six, eight, ten weeks of training, eating correct, training their asses off, just for you to show up, Joe Schmo, and run a half-ass comp on Saturday morning because you didn't put any thought into it. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. So that's why I get so pissed off. I think it's a good way to wrap it up. <laughs> well, I, I, I just think about Seriously. the, the re- yeah, for real. And, and the last thing I'll say is why I'm why I'm so heated about it. I'm fine. I'm a big boy. I can handle. I've been doing strongman for for quite a while now. Um, I think about me in twenty. 20- 18 beginning of 2018 when i did my first strongman comp right if that strongman comp would have been bad i would have never done strongman again so i think about how how i want strongman to grow and i want people to like strongman and how many how many times how many shows are there every weekend that someone has a really bad experience every year and right and and it's their first comp you know you guys know what i do with my comps i say i i ask people who's whose is it their first time and you have all those hands fly up and it that makes me so happy because we now have an opportunity myself volunteers our whole team to make people love strongman that's why we're here like we obviously want people to love strongman uh we do a podcast every week about it we have youtube videos we own a damn gym like we want people to like strongman so how many people go to these half-ass ranch shows and like oh that's how strongman is and do they get pushed away yeah, and then they go back to powerlifting or they go try CrossFit, and it's like that was our opportunity. Bring more people in. You know, That's a great point. Almost every almost every show has ten newbies at it because strongman to all, the accessibility of strongman is at an all time high, and it's not even close. Right. So every everyone's brand new, like for the most part. Obviously, there's people that have been doing it for a long time, but for the most part, everyone's brand new at these shows. That's your chance. That's your chance to grow the sport. So, like, if you're yep. a promoter, it, it may not feel like it, but it's a bigger purpose. It has a bigger purpose than just running five events. It can truthfully, truthfully, three of those people may love strongman. One may go on to win nationals. One may go in to run their own big competition every year. Like, <laughs> that's your chance. Right. So take it serious. That's why. That's why it upsets me. Not because I'm a pussy and I can't lift heavy weight. That's it's a good so point. That's it. That's why it upsets me. What else you guys want to talk about? 580 <laughs> deadlift championships. Oh, shit. I got to post. Actually. Dude, we're like a month out and we've hardly talked about it. I know. I uh, I got a Dante made a video of how to sign up. I was going to wait till Polar Express got announced to post that. but Dude, you got to drop it now. I'll drop it right now. We got to go. All right, we're I'll a month post- out, man. I'll post month it. month out. It's yeah, just, it's gonna be crazy. a lot of fun. You're yeah, gonna look also, cool. Yeah, so let's give a little rundown of the 580 championship. That how's it going? 580 deadlift championship is on August 5th. It costs $25 to do. There's no memberships, none of that crap. You show up to 580 barbell. I'm not even gonna close the gym down. I'm gonna just have the turf with a huge ass banner. We're gonna have some cool lights. There's gonna be a warm-up platform behind the banner. You're gonna show up. Tell us your name, you're going to get your shirt, and you're going to match your deadlift. As many attempts as you want, whatever stance, whatever style you want, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a really, 
Like it's that grassroots level that like I love. Yeah. Like where guys are just showing up, guys and girls. Yep. It's $25. You show up, max your deadlift. As many attempts you want. It's going to be hype down there. It's going to be hype. Like it's going to be fun. Will there be pyrometrics or pyrotechnics, whatever it's called? Like if you had a big no, PR. Pyrotechnics. Don't do that. There will not be. That's but there'll be maybe idea. some lights. I would like to get, I would like to like turn off like that row of lights and have like, uh, like the flat, like the cool flashing lights or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there'll be a big ass banner behind you with the 580 deadlift championship logo. And yeah, that's really it. You go to Iron Podium to sign up, but Iron Podium doesn't recognize that we're strong men. So you have to find all these silly filters and that's affecting our signups. I got two more emails about it this week, but. You go under Iron Podium, you hit filter, and then you hit other events, and then you just search for 580, and it, it'll pop up. Like I said, there's no hidden fees. It's 25 bucks. I promise I'm not making money off it. We're getting nice Hossware shirts. Uh, we already have over 30 athletes signed up. I did not know that. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a great uh, start. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna really. It's, I'm glad you guys brought that up because we're really gonna push this harder the next over the next couple of weeks. I wanted to get Polar Express announced. Um, yeah, we're gonna really push this over the next couple of weeks. There's no real, um, just as long as you guys sign up, we'll we'll have three more weeks to sign up. Yeah. Um, that's just so that we can get the church done. Yeah, we just need to make sure we have the. We, uh, honestly, you know, we'll, you can sign up, but before august 1st you're fine i'll order some extra shirts friends and family are more than welcome i'm gonna line the turf with chairs to have uh spectators um bring your friends and family we'll have the extra event shirts for sale you know probably only like 10 to 20 extra shirts but uh come down um should we do food for the 580 deadlift championship like a food truck or something i'd say tbd yeah Maybe like a food truck or something, or maybe just uh, we'll sell our own pizza or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if the Legion can do some food, that'd be nice. Yeah, so we'll figure that out, but it's going to be an awesome day. Do you guys have anything to comment on about the 580 Deadlift Championship? Anything, you know, like any, like if you treat me as a promoter, do you have like a question or a comment you'd want a spectator to? The only thing that I'm kind of curious on is like, how's it going to flow? Because like, obviously we're going to have people pulling 300 pounds. We're going to have people hopefully and 800 pounds right like are we doing like a flight is it going to be everybody's just going to go up to the bar and pool whenever you're ready like how's all that going to be laid out and working and yeah so how i envision it um so we're going to have a debt we'll have a deadlift warm-up area behind the banner where the atlas stones were for uh bridge and uh regionals that's where the banner we'll be deadlifting at that end of the turf and then we'll have all this um so we'll have a warm-up bar, but how I envision the actual platform is just a rising bar. So Yeah, okay. So I'm going to grab a couple guys from the gym to volunteer just as loaders. Um, whoever, if, if you're interested in just loading, please let me know. But, um, yeah, we'll have the deadlift jack in, like, if a girl wants to start, her goal for that day is the deadlift 225 pounds. Right. We're going to let them take their jumps. It's going to be a slower build up to our max deadlifts. And like, say there's one person who is at like the heaviest weight of the day, we're going to let them rest appropriately. Like if they just pulled 765 and they're going for an 800 deadlift, we're going to give them their time. We're going to 
just hang out, have a good time, get hype. We're going to scream. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a great time. So that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of how I perceive it be- due to there being no time constraint for us and it just being a fun day. And we're going to have 50 competitors, 60 competitors, hopefully. Um, we're just going to do a rising bar and there's no bullshit. 10, it has to be 10, 20 pound jumps. I want everyone to come and hit a PR. Like if your best is 205 deadlift, hit a 210 deadlift. Yeah, right. You don't have to pull 215. You don't have to pull 225. I want everyone to leave with a deadlift PR. So, um, so yeah, being rising bar, you choose your own weights. We're going to try to avoid bringing the bar back down. Sure. If we're at 315, let's keep the weight going up. People are just going to be vocal of kind of where they want to be and just kind of let the head judge know and uh and go from there yeah so yeah yeah it's gonna be a really really fun day just basically a rising bar un- and and like i said unlimited attempts so right. that's kind of how you get away with the rising bar because you can kind of almost like for all if you want to warm up on a 405 deadlift you can essentially walk out to the you platform. can just pull it on a platform when yeah it's while guys are taking 405 and just treat it like a like a whatever you want to do yep you yep 100 percent so yeah, that's how it's gonna go. August fifth. I'd like to get some spectators there too. Like, I'd like to get the place rocking. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be really fun. Are um, people gonna have like PR songs? You're gonna have that kind of thing. Like, you know, some people like their PR song what, for their talks. What I, that's actually a great question. Um, what I was thinking about was um, the having like a like a little table or something almost to the side of the deadlift platform. Um, like almost the warm up area before the spectator area, and just leaving my phone or whoever's phone we're using, and just having Spotify or Apple Music open, so you can just search whatever song you just want, pick whatever you want, and just play it next. Like I'll put on like a rock playlist or something, but you can walk up and just cue a song for your max stitches. Yeah, like we're not. I mean, we can maybe like as a team build our own little like music like. 15 to 20 songs that we think are like really good deadlift songs, like for a max, a max out. But sure. then also, um, you know, if, if it's a really special lift to you, your first 500 pound deadlift, your first 600 pound deadlift, like go up and like, we can put a song on for you. Like, right. I mean, you, you. you could even you, potentially like do the iron podium email, everybody saying like, Hey, email or let, let yeah, me know if you want songs. me to put on a playlist yeah, or something. Right. Yeah. It's not it's a, a bad good idea. idea. Cause I don't really care if it takes five hours. Right. Like we're not on a crunch. We don't have to do like awards or anything. It's just a fun day. Right. Like it's why you got into lifting. It's just getting together with the boys and just yeah. deadlift party. Heavy, deadlift smacking party. each other and just, just having a good time. That's exactly it, dude. Like it's just it's just like it's just a fun that's why we wanted to do it. Like let's just max out. It takes all the stress off me as a promoter. Like, I mean, I'm obviously still gonna do my best, but there's not much to promote. I gotta right. move a deadlift platform. Hang a banner, move a chalk bowl, and get, get some, some shirts. Get some nose torque and shirts. And you'll have a sick live stream. It, oh, that's it. It's oh, going to be gonna live streamed. Stream. It's yeah, going to be live streamed on our YouTube. If, if we're over 500 sub- subs, it's gone up. Oh, okay. we got to get over 500 subs. Yeah. Well, then I'll Maybe. just live stream it on my cha- YouTube channel. I may change it to six, Dante. Just, just people to subscribe. On, you can't move targets, man. Yeah. You can't be changing stuff a couple like a can't month out. Targets. No, I may. We'll see. 
now we'll, it'll be on our youtube channel uh you'll be able to you know if your grandma wants to watch from home it'll be free on our youtube channel so um yeah um yeah sign up for 580 other championship that's all i really have you guys have anything else that's coming up anything um try to think in strong man have we talked about I don't. Like, oh yeah, we talked about the OSG. We talked about yeah. OSG stuff. I mean, talked we can talk. Qualifier. Yeah, we can talk about. I mean, we're going to Kentucky next weekend. Like yep. we really haven't shared that. We're going to a regionals, which I'm really, really excited for. I think the show is going to run great. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, we I have one person I, from every male weight class. Yeah, I say that. Oh, yeah, we do. I didn't even think about that. I went on a passionate rant about the weights changing, but I do, I do really, really think it's going to be a good show. Like, um, yeah, like Dante said, we have one guy in each male class. So we have five guys going myself, Frank, Will, Dante, Frawley, 175s all the way through super heavies. Dante's competing up. Redemption. Last time I competed as a 265, I got buried. So I got to get some redemption. Yeah. It's gonna be good. I'm really I'm excited to go to the show. It's crazy. You guys have competed recently. Mm-hmm. But like four months without competing, it's gonna be almost five for me. Um, it feels like a lifetime. Yeah. It feels like like I'm nervous again. I like I know I know how to compete in strongman. I know what to expect, but then again, I feel like I don't. Right. Like I feel I know exactly so, what you mean. I used to be so like it's crazy because I'm almost 30. And like when I first got into strongman, I was like, you should only do two comps a year because you need to get stronger and stuff. And now I'm like understanding why people want to do like five comps a year because it gives you something like that next goal. It's like wrong or right. However much you compete a year. I just can see myself like moving forward, doing like an extra comp a year, like maybe just a local show and just compete up a weight class. So I don't have to cut because I don't, I haven't enjoyed like time off. Like I, mean, I that's like what that's what I'm doing, going up a weight class because I don't want to cut two thirty one more yeah, times than I like, have to. Yeah, I'm obviously a weight class athlete, but like I can just jump out on a show within two hours of my house and do two hundreds, you know, weigh in at one ninety, do two hundreds, and just compete because competing's fun. Like strongman should be fun. Competing should be fun. Like when I've been wound, that's when I've done the worst. It's strongman. Mm-hmm. So like it's just been, it's just been a it's only been four months. I'm sounding like it's been like I'm coming back from a four year layoff, but my whole point is I'm just super excited for Kentucky. Like I'm so excited to go and compete. I think once you hit a certain strength level, like where there, you can almost understand there's different tiers, right? Right. Local national, maybe the next step up would be like OSG Arnold clash in that realm. And, like, once you're to the level where you're able to manage all of the competition weights in almost most of the settings, like, you can kind of expect what you're going to see at, the, at each show, right? right. If, pick an event. I don't know, farmers, log, deadlift, stone, whatever. I don't really see how competing more often is a bad thing because you're not you're not as concerned about peaking up to the weight to be able to do the weight, Right. Right. So, yeah. I feel like at that point it's more I, of like familiarizing your. What's yeah, that, okay? I was gonna say it's more like familiarizing yourself with like the equipment in a competition setting, right. and that's kind of why right. I wanted to do Kentucky because I wanted to make it the nationals, obviously. So, 
the weights are going to be heavier and they're going to be close to the nationals levels. And like, we have one power straight, which I'm very thankful for, but when am I going to be able to train like four back to back or whatever it is? Whatever sure. It's going right. to so right. that's my thought process. Yeah, competition think... time, ex true time in the competition, doing the events is different than training. Mm -hmm. For sure. Right. Competing at the events is different. And it's just cool. Like if you see a comp you like, cause it's got something like a Conan's wheel. Right. Like, hey, I've never got to do a Conan's wheel. Like, let me go do a Conan's wheel. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I think if I was a novice and I was like, my my um my limiting factor was like absolute strength. What I would recommend to a novice is do one comp a year. But like, it's great you love strongman. Get stronger. Do one comp a year, but volunteer at comps because you learn so much being at a competition. Sure. Just go watch comp. Like, you don't have to volunteer. Obviously. It's awesome volunteering. You get to work. You get to work out, but you learn a lot being a volunteer at a comp. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, I'm I'm just really excited for Kentucky. You guys can follow along next Saturday, uh, July fifteenth on Iron Podium. I think. Did yeah, someone say there was going to be a live? We'll be there. Someone say there's going to be a live stream. Is it? I heard. I thought I heard there might be a live stream. Oh really? Okay. I don't know if there is, we'll post something about it. Yeah, if it is, we'll post. Right. We even we did talk about maybe just going live on Instagram for each of our like events. Mm -hmm. You know? So that's an option. We will have the whole recap. We'll have it all videotaped and recapped on our YouTube channel yeah. too. So big, big video sure. production going down for Kentucky. Yeah, it's gonna be an it's gonna be a really <laughs> good one. So um Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna it, they're good events. They're fun events. Like yep. we got a we got a log clean and press for reps, clean every rep. Um, we got power stairs like Dante mentioned, and it's four steps, three implements. So that's a full like that's a full run. That's yep. a that's a real power stair run. Um, sandbag to shoulder ladder, sandbag load over bar, which I've put in two of my comps, but I've never got to do it. So I'm excited for that one. That's kind of our heavy event, I would say. And then um 18 inch deadlift max. Mm -hmm. So fun show, really fun show. Good I, event. I like the events a lot. Yeah. I don't want to come off because i went on a rant to be in the show like i'm still excited i understand yeah i mean you still like strong and you just yeah. it's constructive criticism yeah so if he yeah, didn't we'll if he didn't if he didn't act this way you wouldn't care enough so it right. you care. little live little live pod next week boys maybe maybe we'll see yeah it'd be fun if we can just do it after the comp real quick or something before we before or after we eat Maybe we'll, find an air, maybe we'll find an airport or something. I know Frawley's already got nine restaurants for after the comp scope. Now, where are we eating next week, Frawley? You probably know. I don't know, man. I'm, it's a secret. No barbecue, please. Bar what? You're disgusting. I'm pretty sure you, you got a Kentucky. Like I'm pretty sure you got a you Kentucky. You could never be a super heavyweight. I don't. I just. I'm not a huge barbecue guy. You could never be a super barbecue. heavyweight if you don't like barbecue. I like barbecue. I just don't. I like. I like going to like a nice new restaurant my first time. You like, like going to eat a steak and potato. Yeah. Like I can go to anywhere and get a steak and potato. Yeah. Well, what are we? Dude, gonna barbecue eat? is different. Barbecue like has so much like a different Barbecue's flavor like... wherever you go. Barbecues. Everyone, everyone, barbecue is different. <laughs> but dude, a, a medium roast steak can taste the same anywhere you go. You can say that about barbecue too. You're just taking. No, it they the cook side. it different. Oh, barbecue yes, doesn't taste the same. I've gone to Applebee's and had the same. Uh, like, it's Applebee's. Yeah, it's Applebee's. But I've been to West Texas for barbecue. And I yeah, can't tell the difference from two different Western places. PA. They're probably awesome. Yeah, they suck. 
Barbecue oh. sucks. You probably Bro, ate the food. I... You probably ate the food too early and burnt your tongue, so you couldn't taste uh, it. Shut Sorry, up. me and Dante will go for barbecue. You go no, eat your all, steak. We're all going out to eat together. Find a good. No, we're not. Spot. We're going to barbecue. Fine, I'll be there with you then. I'll just suffer. <laughs> I just won't like it. But uh, but no, Frawley's the connoisseur of finding restaurants wherever we go. So yeah, in case that's a shock, the super heavyweight knows where to eat. <laughs> but uh, all right, well. I think that's it for episode 134. Appreciate everyone listening. Subscribe to YouTube by Grit Mountain, by Horsepower, by Creatine, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Later.